Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Conscious Beauty Podcast where we talk about how to naturally age with health and beauty. I'm your host, Mary Vallarta. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I'm so happy you're here. So for today, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I'm super interested in and very excited to chat with you all about, and that is oils, specifically the truth about oils and oil cleansing. Okay, So oils right now are all the rage and for very good reason because of all the benefits that it does bring with it. However, just like anything else in life, if used improperly, oils can also wreak havoc on your skin, right? If you're not using the right type of oils and or if you're using them misappropriately. So that's why today we'll be diving in deep into oils. We're going to talk about what oils are, the role they play not just in our beauty, but also our health, what types of oil to use, and the different ways to use and apply oil. So my goal here with you all today is hopefully to give you the information and the confidence that you need to work with oils, to include them in your routine if you haven't already, so that you can use it to enhance your health and beauty even more. But first, a message from moi. Hey, it's Mary. Part of Aging Beautifully is having rituals that care for your whole health from the inside out. That's why I created Conscious Beauty Rituals, which is my personal line of natural and organic oils, herbal teas, gua sha's, and other self-care tools that I personally use to maintain my health and beauty from the inside out. Everything on Conscious Beauty Rituals has been formulated or selected by me to ensure the highest quality standards when it comes to clean, effective, natural, and non-toxic products. Visit ConsciousBeautyRituals.com to start your own Conscious Beauty practice. Listeners get an exclusive 10% off their first purchase by using the code CONSCIOUS. Again, that's ConsciousBeautyRituals.com and use code CONSCIOUS to get 10% off your first purchase. Now let's get back to our conversation. All right, let's jump right into it. First off, what are oils? Oils are really just a liquid version of fat and our bodies are made out of fat amongst other things okay our body is made out of fat and therefore uses fat to function our body uses fat as fuel so that we can move we can think so that our organ systems can function our body uses fat as nourishment for our cells this is why if you're lacking fat in your diet your skin will tend to be dry or wrinkled or cracked, right? Your hair might be brittle, your nails might be brittle. These are just some symptoms of your body lacking the proper amount of oil. Um, Our body uses oil for lubrication for our joints and this is very important in order for us to be able to move with ease and also retain our mobility, especially as we age. And then our body also uses fat to protect our organs and to keep us warm. This is why 
people who live in colder climates or when it does get cold, you know, during the seasonal changes, a lot of us tend to gain weight. It's really just our body's reaction to want to keep us safe and warm, okay? And then also for pregnant women, fat is essential for fetal development. So as you can see, fat is a very necessary component of our everyday living and our everyday health. When we are lacking fat, our body is not going to function at its optimal effectiveness, okay? So that's why fat is very important. So that is the health aspect of fat. Now let's talk about the beauty aspect of fat, right? Why do we need, why is, why is oil, which is the liquid aversion of fat, um, very beneficial to our skin? Well, oil actually helps our skin retain hydration, retain water, okay? It basically does that because it's going to apply a protective moisture barrier, a protective moisture layer on our skin so that the cold air does not dry all, out all the water, the hydration in our skin, okay? Which is why when your skin is feeling dehydrated, the first thing that you should do is obviously get enough water, but also make sure that you seal in that hydration with some type of lubricant, some type of moisturizer, some type of oil, okay? So that's why oils have become very beneficial and very popular when it comes to keeping our skin supple and moisturized and glowy. And not only that, but when your skin is properly moisturized, it's going to be a lot tougher for it to crack, to cut, to tear open. And you want that for your skin because if your skin can just easily get penetrated, then you're going to be more vulnerable to pathogens or bacteria or dirt or pollutants or toxins to get inside your body. Okay, Our skin is our first layer of defense, so we want to make sure that it is strong, that it is healthy. And one of the best ways to do that is making sure that it is moisturized. So... How do we then keep our skin moisturized on a consistent basis? Well, aside from making sure that we are ingesting enough fat, right, solid form of oil into our bodies is by just including that in our, into our diet, making sure that you're ingesting healthy fats like avocado oil or avocado, coconut oil, um, ghee, almonds, those are all really great sources of fat. And then of course, the second way that you can integrate oils into your life is by applying it topically, whether that be on your skin or your hair or your nails. For this specific podcast episode, I'm really going to focus more on oils for the skin and then diving in even further on the face. Okay, so what is the truth about face oils, right? Are they good for you? Are they bad for you? Are they going to cause breakouts, okay? The short answer to that is it depends. It really does depend on each and every person's skin type. And it also depends on where you are in the globe and also the timing of the seasons. <laughs> and the reason why there's so many factors is because those three factors 
do depend or or do affect what your skin needs at any given moment okay when you naturally produce a lot more oil because some people just do based on their natural mind-body constitution in Ayurveda we call this prakriti then they're not going to need as much outside oils to supplement their own natural oil which is their sebum okay some people have very low oil content naturally so they're going to need more of a supplement from outside sources whether that's going to be from their diet or through the oils that they will apply topically on their skin during the colder seasons as i mentioned earlier cold weather just naturally will dry you out so you're gonna need more help you're gonna need more added moisture for your skin during those cold winter months if you consistently live in a hot humid climate you are not gonna need as much added oils onto your skin however if you do live in the desert right because the desert is also a very dry type of climate then you will need oils to make sure that your skin does have the proper moisture so it really all depends it depends on those three factors your natural body constitution your current season and also where you currently live those are the three things that are going to basically play a role in whether or not you need to use oils and how much oils and what type of oils you should be using so let's talk about the type of oils Okay, those, so I like to break it up into two categories. There's commodogenic oil and there's non-commodogenic oil. Now, commodogenic oil are oils with a larger molecular size, which means that they will have the tendency to potentially clog your pores. Virgin coconut oil is one of the most popular commodogenic oils. So a lot of people who tend to have a higher um, sebum production, who have oilier skin, might want to avoid coconut oil, especially during the hotter months. However, however, again, there is no black and white when it comes to these things, okay? Coconut oil also has amazing antimicrobial, antiseptic, antibacterial properties which means it is so good at killing off acne causing bacteria or any bacteria in general so in my experience it is okay for you to use coconut oil on your skin if you are not on the oilier side if you are on the oilier side and you want to see if virgin coconut oil is going to be right for you, then I suggest that you start using it as an oil cleanser. And the reason why I would recommend you doing that is because you are actually going to take off the oil, okay, when you use it as a cleanser. You're basically just using the oil to cleanse your face of any dirt, any makeup, right? Any pollutants that you've accumulated through the day. And since oil attracts oil, right? The virgin coconut oil is also going to pick up 
any excess sebum that might be on your face. So the trick here is to make sure that you do a good job of removing the virgin coconut oil post-cleansing. And the way I like to do this is by taking some warm water in my hands, right? Let's just say that I've already massaged the coconut oil on my skin. Then I'll go ahead and wash my hands with warm water and then rub my face with that warm water. And then I'll wash my hand again, rub more fresh warm water on my face and do that for maybe three rounds. And then I'll take a warm towel or room temp towel that you know I soaked in room temp water or warm water and then I'll wipe my face with that and then I'll do it again. I'll wash the towel and then wipe my face with it again and I actually have a YouTube tutorial on oil cleansing that shows you exactly what I do to ensure that all of the oil, all of the excess oil has been removed from the face because honestly I don't really believe in double cleansing. I stopped using conventional cleansers altogether three months ago and my skin has never looked better. I was going through a phase where I just kept getting pimple and zit after zit after pimple after pimple and I couldn't really figure out what was wrong. And ever since I started using just oil to cleanse my face, I use my own line which is Conscious Beauty Rituals, we have an oil called the Timeless Beauty Oil. That's what I use in the AM. In the PM, I use OG's Liquid Gold Oil Cleanser because it just has a thicker consistency, and I love using that at night to take off sunscreen, any makeup that I might have, and my skin has never looked better. Okay, and that's because these conventional cleansers that are out there in the market have a lot of really drying ingredients that strip your face of its natural oils, of its sebum. And when you strip your face of sebum, what that's telling your sebum production is, hey, make more oil. We are dry. Make more oil. And what does that lead to? More oil on your skin that you didn't necessarily want. And what does more oil on your skin lead to? More breakouts, right? So <laughs> the cleansers that are supposed to clear your skin are actually adding more fuel to the fire. It's actually making your skin produce more sebum than you actually need, which gives you excess sebum, excess oil, and leads to more breakouts. This is why oil cleansing is my new favorite thing. All I do is oil cleanse. I do not cleanse with anything else. If I feel like my face is getting a bit oilier, which I'm not seeing because it's fall, winter, during the summer I usually see this, instead of reaching for oil, I'll reach for raw organic honey instead. Again, honey, honey, is very similar to coconut oil. It has antimicrobial properties, okay? So it's going to get rid of any acne-causing bacteria that's on my face, but it's not gonna strip my face of any of my natural oils, okay? So 
got off on a little tangent there, but let's get back to the whole coconut oil issue. So yes, unrefined coconut oil. So that's, that's the thing with it. If you're going to try unrefined coconut oil and you have an oilier type of skin, start with oil cleansing, okay? And then if you do want to use unrefined coconut oil as a moisturizer, I think that that's okay if you are on the drier side. I think that shouldn't be a problem. But if you are on the oilier side, I would recommend that you start off with some test patches. Maybe start off with, you know, a patch on your hand or on your arm and then graduate to a patch on your neck and then graduate to a patch on your chin somewhere. And then if you see that you're not really breaking out, then move forward with the entire face, okay? But that's what I would recommend so that you can do it slowly and and you're not caught off guard or caught by surprise when you apply coconut oil on the on on your face, you know, from the get-go and you're breaking out. So that's the trick when trying out actually any type of new skincare product that you might not be 100% sure about. So that's unrefined coconut oil, which is a commodogenic type of oil. And again, commodogenic oils are oils that will most likely clog your pores, okay? Now, there is a version of coconut oil that is non-commodogenic, and that is fractionated coconut oil. This is molecularly different from virgin coconut oil because it's been filtered in a way where the molecular size is now much smaller, which means that the pores are going to be able to absorb them. It won't clog the pores. It won't stay on top of the pores. That's what that means. So this is what I would recommend definitely for people who are on the oilier side, okay? Because that will alleviate the risk of coconut oil breaking you out. And coconut oil has a lot of different benefits, um, not different benefits, have really great benefits when it comes to moisturizing. Um, it has vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E. It helps with maintaining collagen production. And it's just super hydrating and moisturizing. So if you want to get all those benefits from coconut oil, then you can use fractionated coconut oil instead. The only thing is that fractionated coconut oil will not have the antimicrobial properties as virgin unrefined coconut oil because that is the property that you lose when you refine or when you fractionate the coconut oil. Okay. It's literally what the, the term means. It's a fraction of the coconut oil that you're getting. You're not getting the full benefits, but you're getting some of it. All right. So th that's the difference. Now let's talk about other non-commodogenic oils because there are lots of other ones that you can use. There is jojoba oil. I love jojoba oil and so does your skin because jojoba oil is actually very similar of a makeup to our own natural oils, to our sebum. Um, it's actually my favorite, one of my favorite oils because of that, because our body thinks it's our own oil. So our sebum production will say, hey, we actually don't need to produce any more oil right now. 
if, if jojoba oil is what you're using, we're all good. So jojoba oil can actually help balance your sebum levels, okay? That's what's really cool about, about jojoba oil. Jojoba oil also helps retain moisture longer and prevents skin dehydration that causes wrinkles and fine lines. Another one of my favorites is rose hip seed oil. This is nature's retinol, okay? Retinol is basically just a synthetic form of vitamin A. And because of that, rose hip seed oil is very rich in vitamin A, lycopene, and beta carotene, which means that is that it promotes cellular turnover. So it's great for hyperpigmentation and also helping with fine lines. So rose hip seed oil, definitely one of the top, top. Seabuckthorn berry oil is also one of my faves right now. This guy is high in vitamin C and E and in a lot of omega fatty acids. It helps promote collagen production and neutralizes free radicals. My next fave is Tamanu oil. This one I love. It has a similar profile to coconut oil because it has natural SPF protection. It's also antiviral or antifungal and antibacterial. It is rich in antioxidants, so it helps fight free radicals. And it's also just very healing because of that. I actually created my um, my daughter's own oil blends that she uses as her lotion. She tends to have these bumps that show up during the summertime. And I made her this oil blend that has coconut oil and tamanu oil because both oils are just super anti-inflammatory, cooling and very pacifying to the skin and is also antibacterial. And the combination of it is just mwah glorious to the skin. Love, love, love it. So if you can't use coconut oil because it's too big of a molecular, molecular, I can't say that word, molecular size for your skin and it's going to clog your pores, Tamanu oil is a great alternative. Both these oils are native to the tropics, okay? It makes a lot of sense, right? It's cooling, it provides sun protection um, because the tropics are very hot, <laughs> very hot places. Um, so it just makes a lot of sense where these plants grow and, the, and, and because of that, the type of benefits that they offer. Essential oils are also really great for enhancing the effects of these um, carrier oils that I just mentioned, right? Because essential oils, you never want to put essential oils directly on your skin because they are very potent, but you can and you definitely should enhance these um, carrier oils by adding some essential oils into them. Some of my favorites are frankincense. Frankincense helps improve your skin tone, your skin elasticity, and it also helps with fading <laughs> blemishes. Geranium, not only does this oil smell lovely, 
but it also helps eliminate dead cells, tightens the skin, promotes the regeneration of new skin, and diminishes signs of aging. My last essential oil that I'll share with you is lavender. Lavender is very calming and pacifying to the skin. It has antifungal properties, antibacterial and antiseptic properties as well. And it does also help fight against free radicals. So as you hear about all these, you know, different types of oils and their benefits, you can kind of see that their benefits also do overlap, right? Some have pretty similar benefits, some have pretty differing benefits, but I bring that up because you have choices. Just because one oil might not work for you doesn't mean you can't find those same benefits in another type of oil. There are so many plants out there, so many herbal allies that you can work with, so don't think that just because, you know, coconut oil doesn't agree with your skin that all is lost. There's another oil that can totally still work for you. Now, the last important thing about the types of oils that I'll share is to make sure that you use non-GMO organic oils, okay? Because that way you are giving your skin, your body, the best quality oil that it deserves. When you use oils that are industrially or conventionally grown, that means that you are most likely absorbing toxins from the pesticides, from the glyphosate that the um, suppliers or the farmers have used to grow these plants that the oils came from. And you don't want that. You really do want to make sure that you are giving your skin non-toxic oils because everything that you put on your skin eventually will make its way to your bloodstream. And there is a lot of scientific data that proves the links between pesticides like glyphosate to cancer. So just make sure that you're getting your oils from a safe, non-toxic source, non-GMO, organic, why is non-GMO important? Well, non-GMO means that the genetic makeup of the plant hasn't been effed with, okay? So you want to get plants, oils from plants that have retained its natural genetic integrity. I cannot stress this enough, all right, guys? Just because you're not eating it doesn't mean it's not going inside your body. Your skin is your largest organ, so whatever you put on your skin will eventually end up inside, okay? When you take in toxins, that means that your body has to work harder to remove those toxins, and when you are consistently doing that, when you are consistently eating toxins and applying toxins on your body, you are putting in you are making your liver work harder consistently. And when your liver and your organ systems are working harder consistently, then that is going to put a strain on them. And when you're putting a lot of strain on your body to do this type of work, it's going to age faster. And when things are aging faster, it's also going to show aesthetically. So you'll end up looking older than you are. Okay, this is why people who smoke, people who drink a lot, they're ingesting toxins. That's why you see it in their skin. 
So if you want to keep your skin looking youthful, supple, glowy, then pay attention to the types of products that you are using. Make sure that they are non-GMO and organic. All right, so we talked about the types of oils. Now let's move into the application. How do we apply these oils, right? I kind of already talked about oil cleansing. And oil cleansing is one of my favorite ways that I recommend to oil newbies to first start working with oils, okay? Because again, it prevents the likelihood of over application, which decreases the likelihood of you breaking out. So if you want to see how I oil cleanse, what I do, what the exact steps are, then make sure that you click on the link to my YouTube tutorial where I take you step-by-step -step on how to do that, okay? Um, my second favorite way to apply oil is as a booster to my moisturizer. So what I do is I would basically just put you know, take my favorite moisturizer on the palm of my hand and then I'll put in like one to two drops of my Timeless Beauty Oil, rub it together, you know, with my two palms to activate the oil and then I'll just pat it onto my skin. I love doing it this way and I also recommend this especially for oil newbies because it, again, decreases the risk of you over applying oils. So, I love using it this way. And then the third way that you can apply oil onto your skin is just by applying it directly onto your face. Some people, they like to use the dropper, like they'll, they'll put oil directly on their face with the dropper. I don't necessarily like to do that because that will increase the likelihood of you putting more oil than you need. Some people, what they like to do is they'll drop a few drops of oil onto their palms. That's okay too. My favorite way, if I do decide to put oil directly onto my skin without any type of moisturizer, is I'll take a few drops on my palm, spritz some face mist on it, one to two spritz, rub it together, and then pat it on my face. Okay? And I totally forgot to mention to you, but before you put on any type of oil on your face or on your body, make sure that your skin is damp. Your skin takes oil a lot easier. It absorbs a lot quicker. It absorbs better when your skin is damp. If you've ever tried applying oil to dry skin, you end up using more oil than what you need, which then again increases your likelihood of over applying too much oil, which will then increase the likelihood of you breaking out because now you have excess oil on your skin. So make sure that your face is damp before you do that. Another oil that I want to tell you about before we wrap this up is neem oil. Neem oil has a very strong smell. It's repelling to some people. It was repelling to me at first, but its benefits, benefits outweigh its smell, in my opinion. And I like to call neem oil nature's salicylic acid because it really is. It's even better than salicylic acid. If you ever find yourself with a pimple and a zit, just put some organic neem oil on it. And I swear to God, 
when you go to sleep and when you wake up in the morning, you will see a noticeable difference in the size and in the inflammation. And that that's because neem oil is antifungal, antibacterial, and anti-inflammatory. Okay. I've heard that tea tree has very similar effects. Okay. You can try doing this with um, tamanu oil and potentially coconut oil, but nothing has worked quite like neem oil for me. And the reason why is because it has a very bitter, cold, and dry constitution. And when you mix bitter with cold and dry, and when you apply it to an area that is inflamed and oily, right? That cold and that bitter energy will dry up that oil. It will cool down that inflammation, that fire. And that's why neem oil is so detoxifying, it is so calming, and it's so pacifying to inflamed, oily skin. Okay? So just some Ayurvedic knowledge for you there because that is where I draw a lot of my skin research and how I developed and formulated my own oil formulations. So there you have it, my beauties. I hope this episode has given you some information, some confidence in how to use or incorporate oils into your skincare routine. And even if you don't want to start out with the face, perhaps you just want to start out with using oils on your body. That is totally fine. I myself do use oils on my body. I've actually stopped using lotions now and just started formulating an oil blend for myself. And I call it the Nourishing Body Oil. I'm actually going to be launching it very soon, just in time for the holidays on ConsciousBeautyRituals.com. And... It is such a lovely, heavenly blend. It's very similar to the Timeless Beauty Oil in makeup, but a lot more moisturizing because it is for your entire body. You can use it for your feet, your hands. You can honestly even use it on your face if you are more on the drier side, but you can use it on your body from head to toe. And that's one of the things that I love about the products that I use is that it is multifunctional. Um, I did create it for a specific purpose, but you know, you are more than welcome to test it out and see how else you can use it. My favorite way to even heighten its effects is by warming the oil. You can do this with my lustrous hair oil as well. There's nothing like a warm oil on your scalp. So for the nourishing body oil, I also love to warm it up and put it on my body like I'm getting a nice warm oil massage. It is so warming and so nourishing, especially during the cold seasons when you just want that extra warmth and comfort. And there is nothing like giving yourself a nice, warm oil massage, you know? It doesn't even have, you don't even have to go to like a massage place to experience this type of luxury with oils. In Ayurveda, oils, or not in Ayurveda, but in Sanskrit, which is the language that is used in the Ayurvedic text, oil is translated as sneha in Sanskrit. And sneha is also a word for love. So that just shows you how 
giving yourself oils, how applying oils on your skin can be such a very loving act, whether you're doing it for yourself or you're giving your loved one, your kids, your husband or your partner a nice oil massage. It's such a nice treat. So at the end of the day, I just want you guys to know that it is totally your decision on how you utilize oils. Just my advice to you is, you know, do what's right for your skin. Don't take my word for it. Do your own research. Do your own testing at home. If you have any questions, let me know. You can get at me at my Instagram. I'm at Mary Vallarta. Or you can also um, hit us up at Conscious Beauty Rituals. Okay, so hopefully this was a informative episode for you on oils. If you like this episode, please consider sharing it with your friends and also rating and reviewing the Conscious Beauty Podcast. That helps me get the podcast out to more people so that we can spread this information to even more beauties out there so a lot more of us can age with health and beauty. All right, that is all from me. Thank you so much for joining in. And I will see you all next episode. Bye.